Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. Hi, I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we dig through the garbage and look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Entertainment. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. I don't like it any more than you men. And nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. Why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. How dare you? How dare you? Lighten up, Francis. six miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Get off my wall. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. Hello everyone, let's go Brandon. (laughs) Welcome to From a Particular Point of View, I am Dale. If you would like to uh, get a hold of me, respond, comment, questions, you know, whatever, email me at watercoolercomments, watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Either way, it still works just fine. I'm finding myself liking Gmail a little better because Hotmail, uh, if I want to respond to a bunch of um, <clears throat> people saying that I give, if I give my address and bank routing number and whatnot to them, they will give me like $5 million or something like that. Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> um, this uh, is a uh, kind of a, well, any time of, to an American, any September 11th weekend or right around there is, is sombering to, uh, to, to many. Um, but also to uh, to the Brits, it's both um, a very sad time as well as I guess a, a happy time. I mean, I have very distant members of family, I guess over there still. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, I think on my mother's side, I'm British or something like that. I don't know. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> we will go over the, uh, the 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 passing of a legend. Here, uh, air suited, and what that entails, and other in- information stuff that um, that uh, in- in t- in deals with that. But uh, and also, um, as part of the sombering thing, we're going to go over a little bit. Well, main part of it will be about uh, remembering 9/11, the the terrorist attack on uh, you know back in then that day. Uh, anyway, but uh, before that, I'm going to go over some news bits of the week that uh, I find interesting or whatever. Either informative, interesting, entertaining, stupid, you get the idea. The very first one is, I guess, apparently um, AOC. Uh, something Ocio Cortez, you know, the bartender from New York or wherever she's from, but she was a bartender. 
which kind of makes you wonder how she got, well, it, it kind of gives you an idea about how she got voted in. And after all, when you're dousing people tequila and beer or vodka or whiskey or whatever, you know, you get them drunk, I'll vote for you, sure. <laughs> and of course, I also know that, uh, I understand that, 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 um, people who are intoxicated tend to tip really well. So maybe that's where she got her, her money to run for Congress or something, yeah. So anyway, she's a very peculiar young woman. Uh, anyway, uh, it, was in the new, it came out in the news earlier this week that uh, she says that she can't become president because too many Americans hate women. Yeah, um... The last thing I knew, there's actually like, what, 51 point something more women in America than men. So, it's not that. Actually, the last thing I heard is that um, technically she cannot run for president now because she's too young. I think I heard on a podcast or radio program or something recently, or not recently, it's been a little bit ago, that when the idea of the Democrats putting her up there, first came out, you know, some months ago, it was because uh, she was too young, and pretty much if she did win um, the presidential election, she would become uh, old enough legally just before the inauguration. I mean, we're talking just before, I think. I didn't even know when her birthday is. That's what I was hearing. Pardon the barking in the background. My neighbor's dog, every now and again, gets a little bit rambunctious. So anyway, um, yeah, according to her, we Americans hate women, which is interesting because, again, at least half, if not more than half, of the, of a, of a, of the country is are, are, are women. So I just had to sit out there because it's just ridiculous. She says the most, I mean, her and Biden, I'm sure, get along really well because they both say the dumbest things. Oh, my gosh, some of the crap that they say is just like, you know, because I know with, with us, with normal people, we say things, and every now and again we'll say something that's like really dumb, and it sounds great in our heads. But when we say it, it's like we stop and think, it's like, yeah, I should have said that. It sounded much better in my head. It should have stayed there. Apparently, she doesn't have that filter. Which, okay, whatever. Anyway, um, it's been the news recently about Steve Bannon, and I forget who he is right now. He's connected with Trump somehow, and apparently he turned himself in because I guess there was some fraud going on. Um, about collecting money for the, uh, you know, for the Southern Wall. And yes, if he's involved in fraud on the Southern Wall, well then, he should pay the price, whatever that is, whether it's jail time, fees, uh, house arrest, whatever. No matter what party you are, if there's fraud going on, yeah, you should pay the, pay the penalty of, of doing that. Uh, but however, um, <laughs> as I understand it, the people who are who want him don't want him. Because of the, I guess, the small potatoes allegedly of, of, frauding people for money to build the Southern Wall uh, on the border of Mexico, of course, Southern Wall. Anyway, they they want him for the the uh, the, the alleged insurrection, the riot. Uh, I've been hearing that the hot new term is J for J six, January sixth, which is is okay, kind of rolls off the tongue, <laughs> so to speak. So yeah, they want him for J6 and not necessarily for defrauding people out of money to build a wall or to pocket it. But anyway, so, and I can see getting 
yeah, if he actually did defraud people, because I guess he said, what, three or four million, I think, went in his pocket, allegedly, because he defrauded people from money going to the, was supposed to go to the wall, didn't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but if they want to get him, nail him for the J6, it's like nothing, I mean, nothing illegal happened on J6, to a certain degree. I mean, all the patriots that were there, and they were patriots, well, most of them, there's some idiots in there, but anyway, we'll we'll, we'll continue on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I will probably do a special anniversary of J6 in January, where it belongs, I guess. Anyway, um, so yeah, I just think that uh, bringing him in for for tax fraud is like uh, there's a gangster. I forget who the heck his name is. Back in what the 30s or 20s or 30s or something like that, and. And he was guilty of all kinds of stuff, but they couldn't get him on anything. They finally, eventually, got him on, on, on tax fraud, and they got him on that. I think they got sent to Alcatraz or something like that. I forget it right. I don't remember his name, but I think it's the same way with him. Um, they, the Democrats, want to nail everyone and anyone connected with J Six. I mean, if you were there, if you thought about going there, if you wanted to go, I mean, unfortunately for the Democrats to have their perfect utopia of a perfect, perfect thing, um, probably several hundred thousand people would be in prison. And Trump would be, I guess, dead because they'd want to execute him, I guess. that's. I mean, I'm just kind of thinking what Democrats would want. Unfortunately, my brain can't quite think that bad, that twisted. Anyway, um, <laughs> finally, out of here. Uh, and I think that's my last little bit of... Uh, yeah, my last little, well, my last piece other than after this is kind of a segue-ish, whatever. Or sort of. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it's been in the news recently, again, that um, there is a, a Las Vegas politician, and this is the way a lot of liberal people, a lot, the, one, the liberal news sources that did mention this story called him a, uh, just, they just mentioned a, uh, a representative, I think? Just a representative or a politician uh, apparently stabbed to death a uh, a journalist uh, who uncovered some dirt on him. I guess this man, uh, Rob Tellis, tells whatever. Um, I guess he lost either a primary or election or something, and apparently he blamed a journalist, uh, Jeff German, I think his name is, uh, on his loss. And there is actually evidence connecting. Uh, Rob Tellis to the stabbing death of this journalist. And the interesting thing about this, of course, you guys, if anybody else knows out there, knows me well enough to know my disdain for journalism, modern journalism, whatever you call it, you know, progressive, left wing, you, you get the idea. CNN, MSNBC, um, so a lot of Fox, you get the idea. Well, as I was looking for this information to confirm, I have noticed there was a couple pieces there on uh, uh, Politico and Yahoo News. Yahoo News, that's so funny. Anyway, it's, it's kind of funny how both of them just said a politician. And it was only, I think, right under that one was, I think, Christian News, who actually said a Democrat did this. I think it's kind of funny how, you know, how they, they the different um, news sources, of course, they pick and choose how they want to describe the perpetrator or accused or whatever. You get the idea. And uh, 
because they uh, there is when I was listening to it on the radio this week, they mentioned about Rob Tellis. But the funny thing is, they hinted that they they mentioned about him being a Demo- uh, about him being a politician. But I don't I don't think they ever really mentioned about him being a Democrat at all. I don't remember that. It was only until I got started researching online. I think maybe once I heard a squeak out about maybe him being a Democrat. But other than that, they pretty kept that pretty tight lipped. They just didn't want to mention about that, which I think is. Uh, anyway, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, um, so there's still, that's an ongoing thing. But this the idea that the, um, the, the the liberal media doesn't, they want to keep that tight lip. They don't want to let it be known that, that one of their own actually killed somebody, a journalist. Because in most cases, journalists are the golden child. I mean, the, the journalists protect Democrats. Ask Donald Trump. <laughs> You know, and with me, that's one of my things, you know, because I did take journalism in college, one thing I really do like is, is hearing news on the radio or podcasts or whatever, and, and especially especially radio news. Uh, usually I listen to, just because of the stations I listen to, um, either Fox Radio News or CBS Radio News, and just listen to what they say, how they say it, how they edit it, the words that you, you, you get the idea. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of funny sometimes. It takes an ear to hear joy or hear depression or hear sadness in radio reporting but if you know what to listen for and how how they say it and what they say you can either hear the sadness or the pure ecstasy the joy you know especially with fox news they have the different uh sound bites that go along with the with the reporting depending on what they're reporting on with breaking news it's or some dramatic sound effect, breaking news, and usually it's anti-Trump stuff, usually, I, or something like that. So anyway, so uh, Democrat Rob Tellis, um, yeah, he stabbed to death multiple times, as I understand, um, Jeff German to death, I just said death, anyway, you get the idea, and of course the news really isn't saying a lot about it, so, uh, which isn't very surprising. Finally, the last news piece here, um, which again, like I said before, is is if you're if you're British or have feelings for the the English people, um, last I think Thursday is what it was. Queen Elizabeth II, the Queen, the Queen Mother, she passed away. Uh, as I was going to work that morning, they put on the news there about how um, they are summoning all of the royal family to her bedside. Um, and interesting thing about that is I know that sometimes. Um, even if you summon people to a bedside of a person who's sick, the, the person who is sick may or may not pass away quickly. It may take days or weeks for that to happen. And I was talking to a gentleman at work, and we were discussing that. It's like, okay, and not, I'm trying not, not trying to make it morbid, but it's the idea of, okay, how long do you think it'll go before she passes? Again, it could be hours, it could be days. You know, who really knows? Um, crazy enough is that within hours of me hearing that, I think within what three or four hours, uh, they mentioned that the uh, Queen Elizabeth II actually did pass away, which is is sad. Um, for seventy years, she was the rock uh, of the the English people, and as I understand it, uh, she was working like up to the day before, or two days or so before she passed away, as I understand it, uh, what Wednesday, I think is what it was. Wednesday, uh, she wanted to go to a meeting, Zoom meeting or something like that, and her doctor says, no, 
your highness, your majesty, whatever proper, you know, you, you, you're not doing well, you need, you need to lay down. And she, I guess she had to, they had to convince her, no, you can't do this because you're not doing well. And I guess she finally, okay, fine, I'll take a day off or whatever. And um, the next day, she was laying in the hospital bed, not doing well at all. And a few hours, you know, I guess around, I think it was like 10-ish or so o'clock, their time, or something like that. She, you know, that right after they summoned everybody, they, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for her sake and for the sake of the royal family that actually everyone who was supposed to be there got to be there to say goodbye. Um, you know, for 70 years, she was the rock of the English people. She worked until just about the day she died. Um, she was just an amazing person. I mean, granted, I'm a huge patriot, of course, as my background flag, you know. Um, and we kicked the English butt back in 1776-ish. Well, okay, it wasn't quite. Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> but the English people are a close kin to Americans. I mean, we are cousins. We are brothers, sisters, you know, just, we were, you know, we are related to the English, you know, and most Americans, many Americans are, well, English and German, Italian, you get the idea, and so, um, to hear of her passing <clears throat> did make me kind of sad, as she died at 96, and, uh, well, people knew that she was, you know, she was getting sick, I'm getting, being 96 is enough, but she'd been failing in health for quite some time, so... It wasn't a fast and quick thing. It was, it was, you know, kind of, you know, we, everybody was coming. Whether or not she was in pain, I don't know. I'm sure somebody does. But um, <clears throat> anyway, so the only thing that kind of throws me about that is, um, is I guess with the English, they immediately, I mean, immediately go from, from Queen Elizabeth, and the moment she passed away, I guess by the second, immediately. Her son, um, Prince Charles, was immediately, of course, upon her death, promoted to king, which isn't a bad thing, you know. Uh, unfortunately, one thing that kind of gets me, now, I don't have any huge allegiance to to the, the throne of England, English people or the Brits or nothing like that, but to me, what's kind of sad is, I guess there's supposed to be an official 10-day mourning period for uh, death of royalty, and so I expect for 10 days for the English to be in mourning, you know. There's supposed to be some huge state funeral with all the bells and whistles, which, yeah, you know, invite all the world leaders, um, even maybe leaders who maybe aren't presidents or kings or whatever. You know, if you're an important person, if you're a very VIP, then you, hey, can I come? Or if you're invited, yeah, sure, come on, you know, type thing. Um... But the thing that got me is, I mean, like the next day, they're, you know, hail to the king, hail to the king, you know, God save the king, yay, King Charles. It's it's like, dude, her body is not even cold yet, and you're praising your king? What, I just, is it just me? Or, I mean, I thought it was just kind of cold-hearted, but again, I'm not English. I have English somewhere back in my line, but it's like, that just... I don't know. It was kind of. I thought it was kind of crazy. I I didn't like it, but um, but one thing I did hear that I I did like. I thought it was kind of cool. It was apparently there is a a title that is given, and I guess this title because right after it happened, I was listening to um a radio show or something, or was it, or a podcast or something, 
or streaming or whatever it was, and I guess um, it, was, it was somebody who was uh, close to the queen, um, like the head of her royal guard or something like that, uh, who was saying that there is talk about um, making, uh, giving her the title of great. So it would be Queen, Liz uh, not queen well, I guess, queen Elizabeth the Great. And I guess in order for her to obtain this title, she has to get, it has to be voted on by like either most of parliament or it has to be unanimous, one of the two. So that is the, the, the talk I've heard is that um, if she does get this, again, she will be Queen Elizabeth II the Great of England or something like that. So anyway, um, so... Um, my sympathies toward um, toward the people who who you know, my sympathies right now toward the royal family for losing their mother, their grandmother, um, and uh, my I guess I'm happy for Charles. I mean, I was never a big fan of Tr Prince Charles. I mean, him and Diane never quite get along very well. So especially after a few years after they got married, but that happens with public figures who get married. So. Um, as I understand it, though, that Prince Charles, Prince Charles, now King Charles, <laughs> um, that he did do a, I heard part of it, is a quite nice speech um, about, you know, the passing of his mother. And um, and I really enjoyed how he, you know, we calling her mum, which is cool because you expect uppity uppity royalty to go, mother. Hear him just say, you know, mama, mum, is, is more of a um, common, more of a loving way to put, you know, the person who bore you, so to speak. So he, met, uh, I guess he also uh, mentioned about uh, about William, who was uh, the next in line. Because I mean, kind of wonder how much longer Charles is going to hold. I mean, he's not a spring chicken. He's seventy something. I mean, something could happen, and that means William is in line. So you know, and they also mentioned um, Harry and 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 Morgan or whatever his wife. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, and and I guess the cool thing is that um, after he got promoted to king, um, Charles went in and promoted uh, William and Kate, I think, uh, as the prince and, and princess of Wales. Which is so now his son has the same title that um, he had when he was younger. You know, when he I guess married. Diana or whatever. So anyway, uh, my sympathies go out to the British people for losing their loving long-term monarch, Queen Elizabeth II. And uh, good on you, I guess. Congratulations for obtaining a king. The first king in like, what, well, since since Princess you know Elizabeth's dad or something like that. Anyway, so now the English people have a king. Yay! I guess as an american okay good for them sure why not <laughs> anyway now comes um yeah the, the the one that's little what this the head of this thing what what this is all about this this episode um to people who are who can remember um the people who are older than what 25 years old or something ish something like that because um, it's depending on your age as to you know you always remember where you were when a significant event happened um, so 
you know, some people remember where they you know about Pearl Harbor. Maybe I think they're maybe they're all past now because it's you know. But some people remember the moon landing or when JFK got shot. You know, but those are all too old for me because I think I was the moon landing. I think I was like just a baby, toddler at best. So I don't remember that. And when JFK got shot, I was I think I was still a couple years from being born. I think so. Um, 9/11 is one thing that's in our generation. You know, you remember what you were doing when that happened. Um, I was living, unfortunately, in the same town I am now, and uh, just a different place. And I was watching. I was going to getting ready to go to work, and I was watching the news. And that's when it. You know, I it might have been back when CNN was actually good. Now they they suck, of course. But um, I don't remember CNN or what it was, but. Uh, it went from, we now interrupt this program to bring you breaking news, and it showed, of course, smoke coming out of the the first tower that got hit. I don't remember which tower that was. Um, so, but uh, I was like, wow, okay, because at first they didn't know what happened, as I recall. They didn't know, was it an accident? Um, was it intentional? Did, uh, you know, uh, did the pilot have a heart attack? Did something go wrong with the plane? You know, accidental type of stuff. Um, and of course, not long after that, the other plane hit and you can kind of tell the way it was going that, okay, that's not an accident besides two planes hitting the trade center, you know, within moments of each other. Holy cow, that just doesn't happen, you know? And, uh, and, and at first, as I recall, um, there wasn't a lot of attention toward the Pentagon or toward Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Um, for some reason, and you know, so anyway, uh, it was still going, you know, still smoking. You know, I, and I was going to work with the images in my head of both these buildings on fire from like I forget what floor it was, but they're kind of equal to each other, or whatever. And um, and I just remember, I don't remember if it was the first one or the la or the second one that actually I was just a few blocks from my from my work. I heard on the radio that the second one, or one of them, one of them fell. I think it was the second one fell. And it's like, wow, what? Wow. I mean, that's when you knew things were going to change. And it just, it's mind-blowing to think about it. It's like, what, who did this? Why did they do You know, what in the world? I mean, it, of course, your mind raced about a, a million different things. You know, who, what, why, where? What? We had so many answers, or so many questions, and no answers, at least no good ones. Uh, there was questions about many things. Um, conspiracies popped up, which is both good and ugly, good and bad-ish, whatever. Uh, one thing they did figure out is that uh, 19 Muslim terrorists um, did all this between uh, all four planes, the two planes that hit the World Trade Center, the plane that hit the Pentagon, and the plane that landed in Pennsylvania. Um, and that's one thing about, about what happened on 9-11, is that it wasn't just an American thing, a tragedy. It was actually a world tragedy, because World Trade Center, everybody, you know, many people worked there, not just Americans, you know, of all, you know, there was no, there was no, it wasn't a hit on white, black, gay, there, there, it just like, the terrorist didn't give a squat 
what color your skin. They didn't give a squat if you were gay. They didn't give a squat. Well, they might have cared if you're a Christian, because I understand Muslims, I don't really like Christians or, or, or Jewish people. Anyway, the one thing they hated, I guess, is just being American. I guess that's the, the huge thing that they were after, is all those Americans or, or, or capitalism, which I guess, as I understand later on, is why they hit the World Trade Center. Well, that's one of the first place they hit. Anyway, at the World Trade Center, 2,750 lives were lost of all different shapes, sizes, varieties, nationalities. Well, I'm not sure about nationalities, but there were, I know there weren't just Americans there. There were many nations there. Um, people, innocent people, you know, at World Trade Center. Uh, at the Pentagon, um, according to the information I got, is uh, 184 people lost their lives at the Pentagon. In Pennsylvania, uh, 40 people, um, as I understand it. Now, the rumor had it, and I'm going to say rumor because I really haven't found, I haven't looked a lot into this, but it was thought it was a thought that um, that the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, actually it, it had turned around, and the thought was it was going to be the plane that was going to be crashing into the White House. That was, I believe, the thought, uh, considering that both World Trade Centers were down, uh, the Pentagon was hit, and then of course, if that plane had done it, it had hit where it's supposed to go, it would have, you know, went into the uh, in the White House allegedly. Um, and, and why? I can only think that either there was no one brave enough on the plane going to the, going to the Pentagon, or um, or maybe they just didn't know what was going on. Uh, maybe the uh, maybe the um, the the, the guys with the knives, the terrorists, whatever, maybe they just came out too quickly. Maybe if they would have waited a little bit longer, you know, um, you know, maybe it w maybe the, maybe you wouldn't we, we would have a damaged White House. Maybe the president would have, would have, actually it would because actually at that time the president it was President Bush, I believe, the younger one, I think. Um, he wasn't even there. He was at a school, I think, reading to kids or something like that. Um, so, but luckily we had some very brave people on the plane that was going, it was, they crashed in Shanksville, in Pennsylvania, very brave people. Um, they knew what was in stake. They knew what was, you know, they, they knew, uh, what would happen. They were prepared for it. Um, I can only guess maybe they were Christians because as I, you know, at least in my personal opinion, and Christians, um, they're not suicidal, but they're really not afraid of death. After all, when you die, you're, you know, you're closer to seeing Jesus. Besides, as I've always thought about it, it's like if God, if God plans your death, you're going to die whether you like it or not. You know, and if He doesn't want you to die, you're going to die until until He's ready for you to die. Anyway, so. Yeah, we had um, yeah, uh, a total of 2,974 innocent people uh, killed between World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and Pennsylvania. And then we had 19... I would like to give some really descriptive, adjective type of phrases to, to describe about these people. I mean, they were people. However, I call them scumbags, putting it very nicely. 
um, yeah, they were just they, they haters. I mean, um, some of the extreme Muslim people are just terrible people. Um, they're people that that a lot of liberals look at Christians as, as as I've been ex been exposed to. <laughs> Um, I guess it's the idea they, you know, again, some of these Muslim people hate um, Christians, um, hate, well, they, they tolerate maybe Christians because some of them, as I understand, they, they do see Jesus as a prophet, just not a big one, maybe a minor prophet, I don't know. They hate the Jews, uh, and they, they hate America. They hate us, they hate our system, they hate capitalism, I guess, and... Um, you know, and then right after that, right after days after it happened, I kept I started seeing things on on the news. I don't know if it was like, well, I started I forget what on the somewhere on the internet there were taught there were stories about how um, a a uh, Budweiser guy I think or some beverage dude I know it was Budweiser Coors whatever some beer beverage whatever. Um, the, as it happened, as the events happened, he went uh, this guy went into a um, a a convenience store um, that was owned by Muslim people, I guess, people from the Middle East, and they were celebrating. They were they were looking on their TV, watching the smoke rise from the destruction or the towers or whatever, and they were hooping, hollering, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, and just really enjoying what they were viewing. And as it is, um, the beverage guy saw this amazed and immediately called his boss and they canceled the contract for the convenience store. And as the story goes, is that the the contract to the convenience store was like the main contract for that store. Because I guess the beverage distribution company provided them with beer, soda, bottled water, juices, you get the idea, like all their stuff. And I guess that was like most of their sales was that distribution company. And I guess they pulled that and... As the story goes, they went bankrupt. The store closed down, which I don't know how true that is, but it's kind of cool to think about that way. Uh, but since then, you know, it, it, we've went through the um, the idea of never forget, never forget 9-11, never forget. Always remember, which is great. I mean, every year, at least in this little town, um, go, to the, go to the county courthouse and have a sombering memorial for 9-11. You know, a couple of... Um, of Fire trucks will hold their ladders up, have a big American flag on there. They will have it lay wreaths down. Um, you know, I probably some of the bigger memorials will actually name off, you know, all 2,974 victims of this heinous crime. You know, and every I think every town, every from small town to large city probably has one at least they used to but things have changed now um it's not near it's not near like it used to be and um it, it's different um and I, what kind of gets me now is we've got even some people have even um have even <laughs> i guess what in minnesota They've actually uh, elected a, a a Muslim representative, and uh, it just mind-boggling to me how uh, about this? Because actually, they're talking about 9/11, and of course, what she said, Ilhar Omar or whatever, 
actually said, doggone, I forgot to do that again. Hold on. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Um, yeah, I forgot to turn the volume up on this. Okay. So now, so much for my professionalism here. That's kind of funny. Anyway. Recognize that some people did something. Hear that? Yeah, gotta recognize that. Some people did something. Some people did something. Her people, her religious fanatics, her people did something. She and of course she didn't mention who they were, what they did. It's like she was embarrassed to admit that that her friends, I guess, her religious followers, but fellow believers, actually killed almost 3,000 people you know in this country um yeah to me it's just wow and we and and that's one thing that kind of gets me is 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 uh again it's one of those things of infiltrating your enemy and getting them from within and that's what she was working on that's what they're working on is is that when you pour in people like her into a certain town and when you vote them in, they have power. Who would have thought that we'd have a Muslim extremist like Ilham Omar to say some people did something about 9-11 and she's still there? Well, what kind of person, what kind of moron actually votes in somebody who hates America? Well, unfortunately, Biden's in there, but not legally. Of course, in my personal opinion, he did not win. Trump did, but you know that's that's just what I think. Uh, but um, and, and it, it, oddly, after that, of course, Osama bin Laden, who I guess they figured out was the head of all this, um, they uh, <laughs> he became a a household name, which is oddly enough, everybody knew who he was, and it took. A lot of effort to find him and get him. Eventually, which I thought was interesting, um, he, uh, <laughs> he they found him. Uh, yes, it was under Obama's reign of terror, as I like to call it. But uh, Navy SEAL Team Six, I guess, allegedly found him um, in, a, in a, a spider hole or something, some hole in the ground. I don't know if it was just some hole that they dug or it was some kind of storage hole I don't know but anyway they found him there and they they got him so and, and of course Obiden oh, Obiden Obama <laughs> Obama says I got him I I killed him it's like no dude you didn't maybe seals did the same thing would happen if somebody else was president only probably a lot sooner and the crazy thing about all this is that of course with everything else conspiracies come out uh, there's been conspiracies that um, that actually the planes did not bring down the World Trade Centers, but actually uh, it was imploded. It was there were explosions that were set. You know, it was blamed. It was an inside job that actually Bush, or maybe it wasn't his fault, but it was an inside job of the government. And they said that there's another building right next to World Trade Center that wasn't even hit by a plane that still collapsed. Um, you know. And with the Pentagon, as I understand it, they were saying that they never did find find pieces of any kind of plane. Uh, there was no, there's no proof of a plane. I mean, of course, there's a explosions proof that were that were the damaged parts of the building, but um, 
Yeah, there was just, I guess, that's what I understand, no proof of a plane. And, of course, these people, um, I call them, I guess, far-right extremists, that's in my opinion. And they have these crazy ideas about what happened and why it happened. And, and some of it's just really insane. Uh, it, but, you know, anyway, it, uh, for now, though, what I'm going to do is, for the, those who lost their lives, innocent people who lost their lives, um, it's going to be given a moment of silence. So... Moment of silence in honor of all those innocent people that have lost their lives. Okay, anyway, so with that, um, oh, a little too much. So this, again, has been from a particular point of view. Uh, I am Dale. Again, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, op, you know, um, response, questions, comments, whatever, water cooler, comment, water cooler comments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Um, once again, um, uh, my sympathies toward the English people on the loss of Queen Elizabeth and my congratulations to the English people on getting a new king. Uh, I hope it works out. I hope he's as cool if not cooler than his mom and uh, two people in this country um, again uh, mourning the loss of of, of 2,974 innocent people and um, and my thoughts today are on the people of New York who were affected by that the people of the Pentagon who were affected by that and the people of Shanksville PA who were affected by that it's something I hope we never forget about ever of course, I know probably some of us will, but that's just how it is. So anyway, uh, until next time. Again, this is Dale. This is from a particular point of view. Uh, until next time, have a great day. <laughs>